It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, happy Wednesday. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to us tonight. Love, romance, dating, relationships, and a lot of realness. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Comment ça va, Angie? I am Comment very ça well. va? Comment ça va? I'm learning How my French. You? I am yes. well. Comment ça va? Bien, merci. Good. Thank you. Uh, merci, merci, merci. Everybody, merci. Thank you for being <laughs> with us tonight in the Ooh La La studios. Like we said, we are love, dating, and romance. If you want to call in and ask us a question, if you need advice, if you want to comment on any subjects tonight, 855-905-8255. You can also check us out on our website, simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard for people to call in and air out all their romantic laundry, and I understand that. <laughs> Um, So it's easier to uh, write it down, and we would love to answer those questions on air as well. And you can use a fake name. It's fine. SimonandAngie.com. Also, (laughs) our social is Simon and Angie, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. When we come back, Simon, I know we already have calls on hold. So let's get to the phones next. I understand we have somebody in Illinois listening, my hometown, Chicago. That's coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Our phone number, 855-905-8255. Love, dating, romance, relationships, drama. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. Yes, let's go to the phone. Uh, Right now, speaking of drama, listening in Highland Park, Illinois, uh, 93.9 MyFM, here is Will. Hey, Will, you've been holding for a while. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. good. Bonjour, Will. Bonjour. So you said ah, you needed bonjour. some advice? Yes, yes. Bonjour. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Have your French moment. Go. Bonjour. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I'm in love with this female that I've been dating for the last six years. And the issue is I'm a single guy or a single person at the time. I'm not single anymore. Let me take that back. But you... I don't have any children. I okay. don't have any kids at all. <laughs> And uh, she has children. Well, her children are like baby kids. I mean, the oldest son is 16 years old. He steals her credit card. Steals money from her. He steals Mm. my sneakers. You know, Mm. uh, and it's like the way she raises her children, it's like she kind of enables them. Okay. I don't know what to do. Like, my hands are up. And the the son's father is still around as well, and he doesn't discipline him he's like the baby daddy from hell you know i was gonna ask it about the baby daddy if he was still in the picture because um i know that's hard i mean i was a single mom for a while and i understand when it's somebody else's kids like we're a package deal first of all like when you especially will you've been in this relationship for six years like you love her you knew you were taking on kids as well and you know six years later these kids are crazy and dad is what Disney dad like he doesn't care or he just like spoils them which one is it the dad and the mother were married and they were in an abusive relationship he was very abusive to her so you know he drinks a lot he's moved on he's married he has kids from other women but Mm -hmm. I know if I try to discipline his son it's going to come to a point where me and the father is going to butt heads so you know? wait, if you try so, to discipline, if you try to discipline the kids, because you're the father figure, right? You're in the house every day, and I'm assuming mom has custody. You guys have like custody. 
Yeah, she has custody, which she's okay. presently working to adjust that now. How does your How does your girlfriend feel about you trying to discipline her kids? You know, it's it's like she wants me to, but I know that with a father like that, it's going to be it's going to be an ugly situation. That's one of us are going to go to jail or be in a hospital or end up dead. So she wants is, she wants you to step up and help in the house because I'm sure like if you're saying these kids are as rowdy as they are, I'm sure she needs somebody to help her out because it's not easy having one kid, let alone two kids, let alone two crazy kids. No, so, no, absolutely. But when you have a son, that's the first thing he says. I'm gonna go get my father. I'm gonna go get my father to do this. I'm gonna go get my father to do that. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be there, mm-hmm. you know. But the father has nowhere for him to go. So that turns into me disciplining her son, and he says, I'm going to go get my father. And then right. the father's saying to me, why are you putting your hands on my son? Oh, now it's well, a problem. So it's without, like without putting hands, yeah, without laying hands on anybody, is there a way that you could – is is the father at all rational enough where y'all could, like, sit down and, and just talk about it and be like, hey, no. we got to raise these kids, we got to be rational, or is he just so not, far not gone? Not at all. He's, not he, at all. He's, 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 he's far gone. He's never been a rational person. He, like I said, he used to abuse her. Like, you know, right. he gets so, drunk, he calls. He, I'm surprised he has he any kind her. of, like, visitation or anything then, considering that situation. Simon, we have to take a break, and I want you to come mm-hmm. back and give your thoughts to uh, yeah. Will. Will, this is will. a big-time deal because I understand so many people go through this. And when I um, – my daughter's father, when we started dating, he's got an older son. So mm-hmm. when I was living with him, I was pregnant with our child. Mm-hmm. He was, I think, 14 at the time, 15, was stealing money from my purse. Like I was trying to do, you know, some discipline because mom wasn't there. And right. it, it never works out unless you have the other person's support, meaning unless the other parent is supporting you, unless um, you have to take the mom's lead on this will, I think. But can you hang on for one second and we'll talk to you more when we come back? Sure. All right, hang on one sec, Will. Simon, let's get our thoughts yeah. and, and help out Will. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have Will on the line listening in Illinois saying, hey, I've been with a woman six years, my girlfriend. She's got two kids. Dad is crazy, not in their life, really abusive, psycho, but the kids are psycho. And um, mm-hmm. like really making things difficult. Um, Simon, what do you think that Will should do in this situation with his girlfriend? Well, Will, um, and thank you for calling us. One, you guys are not married. Two, you have no legal authority for nothing. Three, you may end up in jail. So here's my advice. It's not so much romantic, but it's almost like common sense. I would not discipline the kid whatsoever until you have a judge or an agreement between the parents that you can. Because if you touch this kid, the father... Don't ever might, touch the kid. I mean, I think don't, so. Don't so lay my, hands ever on a kid, no, especially but, a 16-year-old, especially rest- anybody that's not your kid. Don't do it. So so my advice is this one. You cannot do this work unless either you guys are married or judges give you permission or you will have problem with the law. You guys need a lawyer. It's not a romantic question. It is about the law. And it I'm is. not a lawyer. And it he's is. not a lawyer. No, you're and right. And so my advice on this one, tell your girlfriend, listen. I have no authority. I can't discipline more than tell him one thing. Uh, right now, 
Right. I wouldn't do a thing except tell him, go back to your room. I doubt the 16-year-old boy is going to listen to you. No. And so and I would go a, see that, a lawyer at this stage. Right. And if, and if the 16-year-old is still defiant and still crazy and, and not— There's nothing you can do? There's nothing you can do. So you have to decide how much you can tolerate— just as a person in this relationship. So be, be very careful. And remember, the, the son and the father might team up against you at any time. Good luck to you, Will. Thank you. Let us Thank know you. how it goes. Yeah, have a good okay. night. All right, take care. All right, more of The Rendezvous when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, on last night's show, we left it a little yeah, open. We did. Um, we were talking about in relationships... What would you be more upset about? Jill threw this like bomb on us about would you be more upset if the person you're in a relationship with had had a physical cheating thing five times or a one time emotional cheating, but the emotional cheating led to I love you with someone Mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. You said the physical would be worse for you as a man. Yeah, I I said I could not recover from the physical ooh-la-la, meaning if my girlfriend tells me, Simon, I made love or slept with another man, it's over because I can't recover from the visual. I'm so disgusted. So, and and I just, I can recover from my girlfriend saying I love you to another dude if she hasn't touched him, but I can't recover from my girlfriend uh, sleeping with another dude. So, that's how we left the show yesterday. You said, let's get Jason on, my husband. Yes, let's get his side. He doesn't know the question we're about to ask him. I'm going to have Jill, like, bomb him with this question like she did with us. I'm yeah. dying to know his answer, by the way. And, by the way, everything he says is going to be wrong because no matter what he says, I'll kill him either way. So <laughs> Come on. We'll, I'll get, we'll get our sweet, amazing Jason on the phone next when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So on last night's show, we sort Mm -hmm. of ended it over this topic from somebody who had emailed us saying, hey, I've been having an emotional affair and um, my girlfriend doesn't know, but it's eating at me. It's eating at me. I never met the girl, uh, but we were very deep online. So he was asking us if he should say anything. We both said, no, shut your mouth. However, Jill dropped a bomb on us. Hi, Jill, our producer. Hi. Hi, Jill. (laughs) I don't want to give it away because my husband is here. Hi, Jason, on the line. Hi there. Hello. Bonjour. Hello, my love. Bonjour. (laughs) So, Jill, I want, like, you asked Simon and I this question last night. We answered. Now I want you to ask Jason, who has no idea what's happening. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) All right. Would you rather find out that Angie slept with five random people, like random hookups, or that she had a deep emotional affair where she told somebody she loved them with one person. Oh, man. It's a tough one, right? Because I was like, if it's one random hookup, I can get over that. Right. But now we're talking about habitual behavior. So, ooh, I don't know. I I, I think personally, uh, just off the top of my head, I would rather that um, you had an emotional relationship with one person. Why? Because I, I would feel like if you went to somebody emotionally, it meant that there was something I wasn't doing in the relationship that you weren't getting from me that I could fix. And if you had five random hookups, that means that you're just a hoe. 
Oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> well, hey. Um, okay, but if I had five random hookups, could that not mean maybe you weren't doing something for me in bed? Whereas you're saying if I had an emotional relationship, it means you're somehow emotionally depleted, but would it not equate to the same thing with bedroom? I mean, it could, but to do it over and over and over again, five random times is, is a lot. Like there's, there's, this guy's feeling guilty because he did it once. And if you're not feeling guilty after the fourth time and you do it a fifth time, then, then there's nothing I can do to save it. I can understand the, if, yeah, I can understand the idea of, okay, you haven't been caught and you're not feeling guilty. And now we're on time four, time five, time whatever, and you're still going. Um, Simon said he agree, Simon agreed with you. Simon also said the hookup part would be worse. I said the emotional cheating, especially with the I love you, because I feel like I could get over the physical because that's just body. If I knew you were telling another woman that you loved her, first of all, you'd be dead. So we wouldn't even have this conversation. Second of all, I would not be able to even sit across a table from you, wake up, lay next to you, look you in the eye and not think you were in love with somebody else. And so it not, it not only would ruin our life in the bedroom, it would ruin everything. I would feel like you well, lied to our child, to me, oh. to my friends, to my family. I would feel like everything is a lie. But you would feel the same way if I physically cheated. I mean, you'd be dead either way. Let's to, just get that out of the way. But like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never come close to cheating on you now. No. And I can't honk at you driving down the street without you thinking that I might have meant it for somebody Why else. Why are you going to bring that up? Why do you have to what? bring that up? What? That Simon. Story? What? Okay. So, so Jason oh, said. Wait a for, let's like separate the stories here. Jason said that he could not get over the physical part. The other part of the story, uh, Simon. Yes. Is it yesterday I was leaving the pharmacy? Randomly, this pharmacy happens to be by my husband's office. Okay. I was, and I didn't know that my husband was in the neighborhood. I thought he was already home. Okay. So you I'm walking me, and, said and you, you said you were going home. So I'm walking to my car, and a jeep drives by and honks at me, and I'm like, "Oh, there's Jason. Hi." And I'm like, "Wait a minute." How did he know that was me? Because, like, is he just driving around honking at random girls it's on the husband. street? He knows he, you? How? He, he, what do you I think? have he, my back turned. Wait a minute. Oh, hang, on, hang on. This is the girl that says she could get over the physical part of cheating. And right. But we're, we're talking street. about other people, not my crazy, okay? <sighs> All right, hold on. More of the dumb people on the rendezvous next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous, where people like to beat up on Angie Taylor. Um, Simon Marcel is here. My mm -hmm. husband, for some reason, is on the phone trying to call me out for every little thing I do. I love when I bring my husband on, by the way, to um, you know just answer a, like a lighthearted <laughs> question, and then all of a sudden it turns into Angie's crazy. Simon, you, you said I was jealous. I don't know where you're going with this. You go. You go. Okay, so that aside, let's go back to the original question that Jill asked all of us, which was... Would you rather have your significant other say, I love you to one person or that same significant other make love to five different persons? That was the original questions that yes. leads that thing. We both said, and I think we were both real, 
it's unbearable to think even for one second that our women could sleep with somebody else. Jason, can you emphasize why for you it's also unbearable? Well, <clears throat> I think it's, it, it's just the way men and women are built differently. Like men are very physical and we, we think that way first. So women tend to be more emotional and are emotionally driven. I just feel like maybe it is ego or, or whatever it is, but the idea of you sleeping with somebody behind my back just... It's sexy. Just, no? It's, no. No. It, it, oh. no. It, it feels like a bigger, to me, that's a bigger connection than emotional. Me Do feel, too. Don't, don't yeah. act like you guys, every time you've been in bed with a woman, it's been some emotional connection. Because I know yeah, that's a lie. Can, we can compartmentalize. So more can than I. Women, women can. But if you were to do it over and over and over again, there's obviously something inside of you. Maybe you should step your game up. I got a problem, no, and it's your fault. I, just, I, I mean, there, there are other ways around that besides having right. five random hookups. Thank you, husband. I love you so much. I love you, too. Simon, I love you, too. Love you, too. We all love each other. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking in tonight. Our website, simonandangie.com. We have so many emails to get to, Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's play our favorite game, why don't we? Date yes. or, or dump. dump. This is where we get an email from someone, been out on a date, maybe a few dates, something's going on, some mm-hmm. red flags, something weird. Should they continue to date or dump? So this one comes to us from Antonella listening on our new affiliate, My92.9 in Tucson, Arizona. She says, hi, Simon and Angie. I just found your show and I love it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you, Antonella. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently went out with someone. We had a great time. We text the next few days. Then he brings up he's not looking for anything serious, which is confusing because on the date and in his previous text, he kept telling me that he likes me and I like him too. Um, he wants to go out again, but I'm afraid that if I do, I'll get more attached. Do you guys think I should date or dump him? Simon, what does this NG. mean? Honestly, because I feel like if uh, – I'm not even going to say what I think yet. I want to know what you think. From a man's perspective, if you go out with a woman mm-hmm. who you've been texting and then you go out on that date – um, and you're kind of stringing them along, it seems like. Uh, he's not really into anything serious. It's confusing. I feel like if you're into someone, you're into them, and if you start saying, I don't want anything serious, there's a reason behind it. Um, so let's talk about that when we come back. And I want to know if this has ever happened to you, Simon. Have you been on a date with somebody that you thought maybe there could be a connection and there wasn't. And how did you handle that after mm-hmm, the fact? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right? yeah. mm-hmm. And maybe then, uh, you know, people listening that are going through this can get some clues as to what's happening for real. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had an email come in, a date or dump email, dating relationships, all of that stuff. If you've got a red flag, date or dump is your segment. And you can send us an email if you need advice, simonandangie.com. We got this one from Antonella on our new affiliate, My92.9 in Tucson, Arizona. What's up, Tucson? Yes, bonjour, Tucson. Went out with a guy, had a great time, right? Um, mm-hmm. Text the next few days. He brings up that he's not looking for anything serious but still wants to hang. Simon, what does this really mean? He wants to go out again. She's afraid she's going to get attached. What's going on? For real, from a man. Yeah, so Antonella, thanks for the, uh, the email. 
what he means by that, he wants you to be friends with benefits. That's what he means. means he's not in love with you. He doesn't want you to think there is a future. But he likes you. He finds you attractive. He finds you, you know, uh, exciting, interesting. interesting, and all that. But he's not in love with you. So his message is clear is, I want to ulala with you, but just like as friends with benefits. Okay. And when a man says, I don't want to be serious, it means I don't want to be in a relationship. So that's what it means, really. So, Simon, he's saying he doesn't want anything serious. Does that mean that something happened on the date that was a turnoff? Maybe he didn't feel chemistry. There's something that happened on that date because before that it was great. After that, it's like, eh, I just want to be friends, but let's go out. I understand the friends with benefit. I think you're yes. right about that. But there yeah. must have been something that happened on the date, right? What happens on the date? He realized he, he's not going to be having feelings for Antonella. Because all of us can tell. And when the guy says, I like you too, okay, I like you, I like you too, it doesn't mean I'm going to be in love with you. It means I found you charming, attractive, cool, interesting. It doesn't relate directly to feelings when a man says that. So it's a good point, Angie. What happens during the date, he realized is not romantically attached, right. but he finds her, Antonella, very attractive. So is And it possible- he's offering something simple. Okay. Is it possible then... If you go out on a date with somebody that's attracted to you and you know that their feelings for you is, are greater, is it possible to maintain a friendship with that person? Or do you just have to cut it off because you know that the feelings are not the same? So when, and I've been in this situation a couple of times in my life, my learning is best to not have any friend with benefits, just friend. And then you say, listen, let's just be friends. Don't mm-hmm. say anything else. Then the person appreciate the fact that you didn't try to ulala with her and later on tell her that, that you give her all the options and everybody wants to be friends. And um, I like the fact that this guy offers her the truth. The option. Yeah. And the yeah. option of deciding whether she wants that too, because he's saying, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. But she also says, if I go out with him again, I'm afraid I'll get more attached. So what do you think she should do? I don't think she should go out with him again because she told us the truth. If she sees him again, she's going to get attached and Antonella is going to have maybe either her ego or her feelings hurt. And we don't want that. So Antonella, I usually am a romantic, but I would say to dump on this one because I don't want you to get hurt. I, I agree with you, Simon. I say dump too. But can I tell you how, how I'm thinking in this scenario? If this Go were ahead. me uh-huh. and I felt like there was something and then we went on a date and all of a sudden he's like, let's just be friends and go out. I would go out with him again because I'm crazy. And I would be like, I'll, <laughs> I got to find out what it is. And I have to convince him that I'm amazing. Like he must not have seen how awesome I can he be does- on a date or something. I would try to prove myself to try to see if I could win him over. Right. The thing is, you would totally win him over in the ooh-la-la and all the, your, your fabulous yeah, charm. I'm like, but perhaps not I wasn't talking about the right things. Maybe I ordered wrong. Maybe I didn't compliment him. Like, I would try to do everything okay. I could to make this guy like me because I feel like he doesn't, and it would drive me crazy. And that's why I'm so glad Antonella reached out to us, Angie, because I think most women or men in a situation like this do the exact same reflect you just said. I'm going to prove him or her wrong. But that never happens. Right. So when a guy and if it says, does happen, then I'll be like, well, I, now I don't like you. I don't want like, you anymore. Now you yes. like me. I don't want you anymore. <laughs> exactly. So I, I just <laughs> it, it's 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 a it's a no win game on this one. I mean, really, the only the only thing I appreciate is the honesty. Yes. Nobody's being misled no. and nobody's being played. Right. So, on. so I yes. said dump and she says dump.
Trump. Antonella, move on. Move like, on, be, girl. Be with somebody that wants to be with you, right? That's, I mean, please. This sentence is gold. Be with somebody who wants to be with you. That's an Angieism. All right, Simon. Great advice. More on the rendezvous when we come back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855 905 8255. Love, dating, romance, relationships. We'll give you advice <laughs> if you need some, or you can comment at any time. Um, on that note, let's go to the phones. Simon, say hello to uh, Arena, listening on our new affiliate, My995 in Salt Lake City, Utah. Hey, Arena. Bonjour, Arena. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Bonjour. Bonjour. I'm so happy I found you guys. Thank, oh, thank you. And, and thank you for listening to us. We are very happy to be yes. in Salt Lake City. So glad, glad you found us. You need some advice? I do. I do. So um, my boyfriend and I have been dating for about three years now. And um, my apartment lease is up in February and his is too. And, you know, we're both really close to our 30s and, and we're thinking of, well, we're going to move in together. And he's super gung-ho about it. But I'm just a little worried because I've been living by myself for four years and I've you know, never had to deal with living with another person, and I'm just scared that I'm going to lose all the things that I love about living away from my parents and, like, moving in with a boyfriend. Oh, well, that's, I mean, <laughs> I'll say this. I mean, um, you know, three years, are, do, are you guys talking about marriage at all? Absolutely, yep, we okay. definitely are. Do you feel like this is his way of doing like a trial to see how you guys cohabitate together to see if that's the next step? Yep, that's verbatim what he said. He said, "Listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna propose to you or anything until we live together and we see if it's definitely gonna work or, you know." And you're in love stuff. and you want to marry him, yes? Yes, I definitely want to marry him. He's awesome. Okay. I love him. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. We have to take a quick break, Simon. Mm-hmm. I know you have advice for Arena. I have mine as well. Can you mm-hmm. hang on one second, hon? Absolutely. That's next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for hanging out with us on The Rendezvous tonight, Simon and Angie. We're here with Arena listening on our new affiliate, 99.5 Salt Lake City, Utah. Been dating her boyfriend three years. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, hey, our leases are up. It's time to move in. We're talking about marriage. She's a little bit nervous. I'm really enjoying my time alone, and I feel like if I move in with him, I'm going to be moving back in with my parents. Is that about the gist of it, Arena? Yeah, it's about mostly losing my independence kind of right. thing. Okay, so Simon, what do you say to Arena? Is she going to lose uh, her independence here? Um, yes, you will, Arena. You said something before. Of course you will. Uh, you said, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, when you left your parents and you finally you know, were on your own, I could tell you were happy to get you independence, right? There was something really good in your life. Agreed. Yep, absolutely. Exactly. And there is an anxiety in, in your voice, in your explanation of going back to a situation when you would lose that precious independence, right? So he, here's my advice on this one. I think in, uh, right now, if you have access to a good therapist and you can talk about what made you so anxious before about not, you know, uh, being alone and about, you know, cohabiting, whether it was your parents and maybe a man later on, you would be ready then. You have to kind of do the work, clean a bit of what happened because you... You're going back to an anxious uh, 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 world. Uh, you mentioned it to us. And so my advice for you is go see a therapist right now. Talk about what makes you anxious. And then if you and the therapist said it's time to move in, move in. If not, take your time so you don't ruin this fabulous love story. So, Arena, can you hang on one more segment? Because I have some things to say. 
And um, we have a little bit more time to spend with you if you can hang with us. Absolutely. Perfect. Hang on one second. Um, don't completely agree. Agree with something, Simon. But when we come back, I'll give you sure. my take, too. Yep. And hopefully we can help out Arena. That's next on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I am Angie Taylor. We're on the line still with our awesome caller, Arena, and our new affiliate, My 99.5 Salt Lake City, Utah. Arena, thank you so much for hanging out this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Arena uh, r- called us to say, hey, I have been living on my own for three years out of my parents' house, mm-hmm. and my boyfriend and I have been dating. Our leases are up. He wants to move in. It's the next step. We're talking about marriage. Mm -hmm. Arena, understandably, a little nervous about losing independence since this was the first time she was on her own, and now she's Mm -hmm. moving back in with somebody. The thing that, like, made me a little – made me pause, Arena, was the fact that you said you feel like you're moving back in with your parents. Is that right? Um, It's not so much that – I mean, yes, in the sense that he goes to sleep at, you know, 10 p.m., and I go to sleep at, like, 1 a.m. Like, I don't want to have to tiptoe coming in and out of my own apartment. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> how is your relationship? Do you feel, is he controlling? Do you feel like you have to answer? Do you feel like you would, I'm concerned about why you feel like you'll lose your independence by moving in with a man. Right. He's not at all, but I'm just such a people pleaser that I don't want to make too much noise after he's gone to sleep. Or, okay. I, you know, I, I don't want to tell him that, hey, I'm, I'm going to go out for some drinks with my friends and I'll be back a little later. You know, I just don't. I don't want to have to tell anyone that that's what I'm doing. You know, what what are you afraid well. of? What are you afraid is going to happen if you say, hey, I'm going to be up a little while or, hey, I'm going out with my friends? What is what is why are you afraid to say that? I don't know. I don't think it's so much that I'm afraid to say it, but it's that I don't want to have to say it. Because why? I, I don't know. I just I love the fact that I can come in and out as I please where I am now. And, you know? and it's this, so this is what I'm trying to get at, really, Simon. And tell me mm-hmm. if you agree. Um, when you move in with someone, your love, the person you're talking about marrying, he's thinking of it as a trial run. You should think of it maybe the same way. And if there are things such as you feeling not good about saying, um, hey, I'm going out with my friends because you're going to lose your – that's the sort of things you need to communicate because you're sort of setting the foundation – for how your life is going to be together. There's so many beautiful, amazing things about living with someone, and I don't know that, Simon, it's as deep as an issue from her past where she needs therapy. Well, I think it's just a, an issue of uh, it's going to be different, and it's not going to be like living with your parents because you don't answer to him. You share with him, whereas what, with your parents, it was their home, their rules. They were paying for everything, and now you're doing it together, and I think the team is just new. It's different, and it's new, and that's scary. But I, 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 I don't agree with Angie on this one, on the last part. I do believe if you're anxious about it, your intuition is right. It's normal, I think, though. But she's going to lose all of this. Truth no, is, she's not, Simon. She, we, you don't lose she, independence because you move yes, in with someone. Yes, you you're, do. No, you, gotta you do ask, not. You've got to ask each other to I've do plans. You think i lost my independence I by think being so married? I think so, too. Everybody what? married. What? Angie, Are you high? I'm no, the most I'm independent woman on the planet. There's, there is nothing I could say to my husband where he would be like, no, woman, you're staying home tonight. But or you no, ha- you can't do okay. this, you can't do but, that. But, he, but here's the thing. I don't have to ask permission. You don't have those anxieties. She does. Well, it's so because this it's a is new where... situation she's never been in. It's the but, but, same as trepidation about 
getting married or but having a baby. It's something I, you've never experienced. What she described, a guy who goes to sleep at 10, he comes back, uh, uh, she go, likes to go at 1. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be. Might, just, might, that's part of living with someone. You figure out each other's day-to-day lives. You work it out. You, you find a schedule. I you understand, find a balance. but. I, I feel and I respect in, in, in Irina's voice the anxiety, and those anxiety come from when she was living. Maybe her parents were controlling, maybe it was difficult. She's happy, free, living alone. I said take a little more time to figure it out, then move in together. I don't think she should rush to move in together right now. It's going to be make her anxious. It's been three years, Simon. This is There's yeah. no rush here. But there is no time when it comes to emotions and anxiety I until it's the, resolved. I, I think the anxiety is the fear of the unknown. It's not. I don't think it's any deeper than that. That's no, just no. my opinion. All right, so, Arena, can you please call us back and let us know how this goes? Because Simon yes. and I will be wondering. <laughs> Absolutely. Give me three months, and I'll, I'll give you guys an answer. <laughs> okay, so the lease is up in three months. Yeah. Yep. Three, three months, months is a good February. A good, she said, a, yeah. Amount yeah. of reflecting and and pondering. Exactly. So hopefully, and you follow have a your decision. intuition. Yeah. Yeah. Good I luck, hon. I appreciate your help, guys. Thank you so much. Thank You're welcome. you. Hopefully we did help more of the rendezvous <laughs> with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. If you missed any of our show tonight, well, you missed a show. You missed my husband dragging <laughs> me all over the carpet. Oh, um, yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Just it was funny. Don't yeah, listen to that one on SimonandAngie.com. Really don't Fabulous like, segment. I don't like that everybody has access to my husband's phone number to let him call me out for my crazy on this show. <laughs> this is our show. It's not his show, okay? <laughs> uh, it was funny, though, and I love when he does call in. Uh, emotional versus physical cheating, which is worse? There seems to be a divide between men and women on this show. Yeah. And also um, dating someone with difficult kids, not just somebody with kids, but kids that are not the what, most well-behaved. And then we also talked about dating someone Who isn't looking for something serious, but you are, and what you should do in that situation. And Simon, that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said, and it's simple but true, be with somebody who wants to be with you. The worst thing any of us can do is when somebody says, you know, I like you, but I don't want anything serious. So just if you set up your finger in that trap you're going to hurt so badly very soon. So Mm. be with somebody who wants to be with you, all or nothing. Be with somebody that wants to be with you, underscore on the wants, because when both people are giving 100%, it's the greatest thing in the world. So Exactly. Absolutely. So that's that's the golden rule of the rendezvous, actually. Ah, this is the golden rule. Okay. Jill, put that one on the board, the golden rule board. Simon, Marcel. (laughs) Angie Taylor. We will chit-chat tomorrow with our fabulous listeners. Thanks for being with us tonight. Make sure you check us out on all of our socials, Simon and Angie. Also, our website, simonandangie.com. Thanks for being with us on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.